Of course, the crowd wants Reed to go for it. Wouldn't be surprised if he did on fourth down and one. So, anyways, with that, time jerks. Welcome to fourth and one. I'm Todd Palmer, joined by Nick Jacobs. And uh, hey, listen. Hi, Todd Palmer. Hi. <laughs> I don't know if you know, the Chiefs won a game today. They played organized football better than Green Bay's backup quarterback. <laughs> well, and look, it was the 500th win in franchise history. They're now 500, 429, and 11 or something all time. I may not be quite right on the on the the number of ties in franchise history there, but um, I'm um, just now because I want to know how many times. If there's 500 times in my life that I've eaten barbecue or some other kind of food, so I can celebrate a moment like that too. Because those are the accomplishments that I have, you know. Um, yeah. The fifth hundred time I ate a spicy chicken at Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five hundredth time I've told my child, please be quiet. Um <laughs> I will come I will come over with uh with a you know with a celebration can and we'll make a day of it. There you go. <laughs> and go to Whataburger. Oh yeah. Well we got a we got another week before that happens, I think. Hey, don't I don't know the PR person didn't confirm it. Stop, Todd. <laughs> I'm just saying. So supposedly it's it's happening soon. You say um, allegedly. <laughs> um, listen, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't a thing of beauty. Um, yeah, it was like one of my kindergarten paintings. I get it. Yeah, certainly not from an offensive perspective. So let's start with the defense, man, because um, I in the last four games, the Chiefs have allowed six, 64 points. That's 16 points per game, which would rank second in the NFL. Now, granted. At Washington, not a great game. The defense didn't play well necessarily in Tennessee, certainly in the first half. And then you've got the Giants and the Aaron Rodgers-less Packers. So it's not like they face a murderer's row of NFL teams. But still, the defense is playing better, and it corresponds with Juan Thornhill being inserted in the lineup and Nick Bolton becoming the middle linebacker because that happened early in the second quarter of that game at the Washington football team. So I would say that those two changes have made a substantial difference because before that, the chiefs were giving up like 35 points a game. So 16 seems like significant improvement regardless of, of the quality of opponents. So I, I think you've got to be very encouraged at this point about what you're seeing from that defense. Yeah, no, I mean with the defense, the defense carried the team today. defense carried them. Last week at certain points, I mean, the defense has shown up the past handful of weeks. They were probably, like you said, three of the past four, they've really been able to put it together. And like you said, Nick Bolton's a big part of that. I really was hoping they would keep Nick Bolton at the Mike linebacker position. And I think they would have had a better day against the run had they kept him there and put Hitchens at the will spot. I mean, look, I know you, you can't quote unquote lose your, you know, your job to injury, but hey, if you can improve somewhere else, then do it. Cause I think. Hitchens over Ben Neiman's a significantly better, you know, option at the will linebacker position and, and Bolton at middle linebackers where he belongs. Hitchens look hesitant at times at the middle linebacker spot. He struggled at times and the Packers were able to run at him. And then there was a couple of times when Sorensen was back, the Packers were able to throw at him. I mean, that, you know, so, I mean, it, it look, am I saying Jordan love was a rock star? No, the, the chiefs mm. knew what they needed to do against him. Um, and, you know, like, like I talked about as soon as that back foot hits on our previous podcast, there's just certain things you have to attempt. And once you do those, that rattles him. He didn't do a good job. And then there was those two drives in the fourth quarter where he really shined because they weren't getting pressure. And like, he got no rhythm at that point. And so that's what the Packers are going to have to evaluate uh, for themselves. And, and 
what they want to do with love and the Rogers situation long-term. And then if love has to play next week, given the Rogers situation with COVID, like, I mean, that's, I, if I'm the Packers, I'd figure out a way to let Jordan love play next week. So you can see, all right, he's had a game under his belt. Now when he plays Seattle, how does he respond having played a game so that they can get all their answers as a franchise long-term? Cause they got a ton of answers today. So look, I mean, it is what it Most is. Most of them not encouraging by the way. <laughs> But if those are answers they still needed regardless, and they have yeah. a little pad to be able to get those. So from a franchise perspective, that was great for the Packers today to be able to get a lot of those answers so fans aren't left wondering next year, and the management's not left wondering, is not left wondering, so they know how to build up what they need to. But enough about the Packers. Let's get back to the Chiefs defense here. Todd, I don't know why you set me down that tangent, but there we were. <laughs> kidding, it was all my fault. But now, I mean, like, look, Melvin Ingram did exactly what fans expect every player to do when they sign with chiefs. Like he had a huge impact early on and he had a good impact throughout the entire game because as a pass rusher, you don't have to learn a lot of plays, <laughs> you know, like a right. pass rusher travels anywhere, man. Like that's kind of well, the benefits. It depends. I mean, in Bob Sutton's scheme or, you know, a three, four, when you're an outside rush backer and you have more drop responsibilities, you may, but in Steve Spagnuolo's scheme, defensive end, you got, I mean, your primary responsibilities are contain and get after the quarterback, and those are things that Melvin Ingram could do. And you saw it. First play he gets in there, he bull rushes the, the right tackle right back into uh, Jordan Love's face. Didn't get an official, you know, quarterback hit or anything on it, but um, clearly impacted the game. And, and yeah. I think that I think that you saw, like the pass rush only had one sack. It was Tyron Matthew on, on the safety blitz, but for the most part, I thought they did a great job getting pressure. Frank Clark had three yeah. hits of the quarterback. Um, Chris Jones had two quarterback hits. They had a total of seven that they were credited with, and then probably times two on pressures. Um, they they did a good job. Now, granted, a lot of it came off the blitz, which is what we've seen most of the season, and that's kind of Spagnuolo's M.O. My question for you as far as the pass push, though, is are we seeing something sustainable, or was today especially – a bit of a one-off because they could play a lot more zero coverage, knowing that Jordan Love would panic and throw and throw bad balls down the field or miss his hot reads. Um, or, you know, I mean, which is it? Is this something that you say this can be foundational for the for the Chiefs' defense moving forward? They finally have found something, or do you still, you know, are you worried that like if they try to do the same game plan against Derek Carr, they're going to get beat up on a little bit? Um, I mean, they're not going to be able, I, I wouldn't blitz as much against Carr. I mean, I, would, right. I, I typically wouldn't bring five against more than five against a veteran quarterback, unless it's a third and long situation. Then maybe you bring six or at least show seven or eight and drop two. But I mean, the, something the chiefs didn't do a lot of today, they didn't do the games, the twists, the stunts as much as they had in previous weeks. So I think that kind of let love get a little comfortable there in the fourth quarter when I would have personally wanted to use that if I were in their shoes. Um, so I, I think they can do that against Carr and some other upcoming opponents. But I think today they want to stay in their rush lanes and, rem and remain disciplined for the most part because I think they thought there was more threats with the Packers running the ball this week. So yeah. I think they were more concerned about trying to make sure that the Packers didn't have explosive plays in the run. So, uh, but I mean, <clears throat> I'm telling you, man, like that today, today and a lot of that Giants game, that's some of the best the Chiefs defense has played this year. Like it's kind of, you know, confident to back last year <laughs> yeah and, you know i mean ingram is a he's gonna be a big part of that so you know i mean look i mean you gotta 
tip your cap to the defense. They've done a really good job, especially the past two weeks. And like you and I have talked about, man, sometime around week eight to 10, the Chiefs defense seems to figure some things out and they perform better at that point. We'll see if it continues. They're going to need it. They're playing a lot of, a lot of division leaders and the AFC West coming up here. No, I mean, I, now that the Broncos surprised everyone and beat the Cowboys, I don't think there's a team with a losing record on the, on the schedule for the rest of the year, at least as we talk, you know, um, today, um, coming out of that win over the Packers. Um, I, I look, I mean, they're going to face better offenses. Right. Um, and, and, but you, like you talked about the games and the stunts, like the, the Raiders aren't as good a running team. So I, I think you can use that more against, against Derek Carr next week. Obviously you're not going to, uh, you're going to have to vary your blitzes. I mean, they pretty much ran the, the double a, you know, double a gap fire blitz, uh, repeatedly at Jordan love and he could never quite figure it out. Um, you know, which, you know, if it's working, you know, why change it? Um, yeah. Um, but look, I mean, I think, you know, warden Sneed, I think did a good job on Devonte Adams. Um, for the most part, I mean, some of it was Jordan love making bad throws, but, um, you know, Sneed out them for the interception ward had a, a, you know, played nice pass defense and the ball was thrown three yards behind, uh, you know, behind Devonte Adams on, 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 a, a, I think the fourth, fourth and five play there that ended up giving the chiefs another field goal, um, late in the first half. But I mean, look, six catches on 14 targets and 42 yards. If you told me they were going to do that to Devonte Adams going in, even with Jordan love at quarterback, I'd have taken it uh, happily and moved on. Yeah. I mean, look, they held love to under 200 passing. And I mean, from a run perspective, they didn't, give up anything massive. I know they gave up 122 yards, but given where they were earlier in the year, that would have been a rather large problem um, where Dylan and Jones would have had significantly better days. So the fact they weren't able to do that, I mean, look, I mean, that's a tribute to the Chiefs defense and what the defensive coaching staff were able to do because, I mean, I don't know. It would have been – I don't think the, the outcome would have been the same if Rodgers was playing, obviously. No, no, and, they, they, they get carved up if Rodgers is in there, I think. But, you know, I mean, the, the Chiefs got a chance to kind of take advantage of a break for a change, and they did. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I think, and we talked about this on the, on the podcast ahead of time, and Frank Clark talked about it in the post game. The addition of Melvin Ingram allowing Chris Jones to, to move back into three tech and play at his natural position. I mean, Frank Clark was asked in the post game, like how Jones feels about the move. He almost kind of laughed at the idea of Chris Jones having started on the outside those first five games. And, uh, you know, and then obviously Jones missed a couple of games in there, but uh, he, he, you know, he said Jones feels at home and, and look, it changes the matchups everyone else gets, um, when Jones is there at the three tech. Um, and, and, and I think that it was very encouraging to see what they were able to do today. Cause look, I mean, Jordan love has his issues, um, you know, but um, you know, I mean that, that that's been the Packers starting offensive line for seven straight wins coming into this game, um, you know, and they had played well. So for the defensive line to, to show up and play like they did um, was very encouraging. Now on the other side though, how much concern do you have for the offense? And, And it's not just, yeah, Mahomes was 20 of 37 for 166 yards, but 
on throws beyond the line of scrimmage. He was 11 of 27 for 124 yards because he was nine of 10 for 42 yards on passes behind the line of scrimmage. So, I mean, 11 for 27 for 124 yards. I mean, that's, that's not good enough. I mean, that's just not good enough. How concerned are you about, about the way Patrick is playing some of the throws he's making, some of the decisions he's making. And, and I mean, we, we keep saying week after week, he's going to get out of it. He's going to get out of it. But at some point you've got to see evidence that he is in fact going to get out of it. Don't you? I mean, I'm not going to pretend I'm not concerned about Patrick Mahomes right now. It just, he doesn't, he didn't look the same right now. And I just, some of the throws, the way they're off now, they weren't before they didn't have the same, the same range sometimes and in his ability to throw it deep. Some of the arm strength, this doesn't seem like it's there right now. Right. So. I mean, I was, Oh, I was asking, I was sitting next to Aaron Ladd, one of our sports reporters at, at KSHB 41 and, and watching, especially some of the deep balls. And, and my first thought is, does he have a shoulder injury that they just haven't disclosed yet? Like what is going on? All I know is that he doesn't look uh, doesn't look like the same quarterback he was last year, um, and some of his throws. And I mean, look, I, I'm I think I think there's so many factors going on in that guy's life right now, both you know on and off the field that I I just don't. I mean, you, the football team gets its confidence taken away against Tampa Bay. They get a lot of their swagger and their mojo taken away. And it seems like they've been trying to get that back with the same playbook that they've used for the past two years. And teams have told them, no, you're not getting it back. You better evolve. And so they're trying to figure out ways to evolve at times. But along the way, you know, from a pass, you know, from a pass protection perspective, they're having trouble at the tackle spots, keeping protection. And they had even more trouble when Yang went out. You saw how much that dropped off because um, Wiley isn't a tackle. He's a guard. And he struggled right. at that spot and not having rimmers and not having prints to be able to be out there and not having, you know, Kyle long back yet from PUP. I mean, those are all, you know, they're going to have to figure out a solution at that spot, depending on how long Lucas Ning's out with his rib injury. Like it's just, it's not going to be sustainable there with, uh, with Wiley at that spot. <clears throat> but no, I mean the offense, man, I mean, there's times where Tyreek just, you know, catch the ball in his body or a struggle to catch the football. I mean, Kelsey's got a lot of drops right now. It's just there. Some of those guys on the team just look mentally worn out. And that happens in any profession. And so, I mean, it may be that they'll just need a big break in the off season. And, but I mean, either way, I just, I don't know, man. I mean, just looking at this offense, it just doesn't, the play calling just sometimes doesn't make sense to me. And it doesn't look like it's in rhythm with what they're capable, you know, what the, what they're capable of, what Kelsey's comfortable with, what Hill's comfortable with. It just, cause like they look, they look semi good there in the first 15, the past two weeks, but like it just over time, it just, seems like such a struggle, like trying to put a drive together. And I don't, I don't think it's all based on how the defenses cover, you know, how no. the defense is adjusting. I just, it just doesn't seem there's just times where from a play calling perspective, it just doesn't seem like it's in rhythm or sync or, you know, it's just like, I don't know. There's times where I'm like, oh, yeah. and like when I watch it, I'll be like, okay, you know, you got the toss available to you run it. Why do you, you know, you can't keep running power the entire time. But then they'll, they'll they keep running power, and then you know he didn't use Gore very much today. And poor uh, poor Josh Jordan. I mean that guy's that guy's still acclimating uh, <laughs> at a significant level right now. He had a drop too. So and, you know, but well, I mean, I, I I don't think Josh Gordon's a 
gotten used to a quarterback can throw 60 miles per hour, maybe 70 miles per hour at him. There might be a chance where it's 100 sometimes the way Mahomes throws that thing. And I, I think he's still acclimating to that. I think he's still trying to figure out the scheme. So, I mean, it's just there's just so many factors that, I mean, when you look at it, you know, left tackle, right tackle, you got some issues there. You know, you don't necessarily have a dynamic running back that or a dynamic running back room that can kind of help take a lot of the pressure off Mahomes. You still don't really have a, a reliable number two receiver. McCole Hardman still hasn't figured it out almost three years later. You know, Demarcus Robinson's not really much of a factor for you. Pringle defenses are fine with him taking those 10 yards underneath. They know he's not going to break, break it on them. So, I mean, they're just not a lot of teams think that if they rush Mahomes a certain way, bracket Kelsey or get physical with him and get physical with Tyreek, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll be fine. So, and, and I mean, you know, that's what they see on tape and that's what teams have been able to do. So a big part of it is teams don't fear the Chiefs offense right now. And until the Chiefs can figure out a way to get it back, like they're they're going to keep having teams try to bully them. Well, and and part of it too, though, is is just, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been talking all uh, all all along here about you know needing to take what the defense gives him and stuff like that, and then he's got Travis Kelsey for a you know for a twenty thirty yard gain, and instead he you know he throws it deep for McCole Hardman in double coverage, and and I know that he. Looked like he had a step on the safety, but he hasn't been hitting those deep shots. And I know he's desperate to hit them, but they're not there. And when they are, he, he's not connecting. So at least not since what the Eagles game is that the last time we, you know, we've seen him hit some, some big plays was late in that Eagles game. Yeah, it was um, one of the last ones. And so I don't know. Cause look, Daryl Williams, 19 carries for 70 yards. I mean, they did finally find some balance. I was encouraged. I will say this. I was encouraged um, later in the game that they actually got under center when they tried to run some of that power. Cause they tended to, you know, even in the red zone early when they had to settle for the field goal, like after the muff punt, you know, they, again, like we had talked about in the, you know, coming into the game, they were running, you know, the read option stuff out of shotgun instead of getting under center and um, I, I, the strength of this team right now, given Patrick Mahomes struggles is may very well be power run to the left side with when you've got Trey Smith, Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney, and that's what Orlando Brown jr. Is best at is, you know, power run game that that may be what the chiefs could do the best at would be, try to overpower teams from under center. Uh, And I know that's against Andy Reid's nature. And I know that feels like a waste of Patrick Mahomes, but I feel like they have had part of what they've had the last two weeks in those first 15 scripted plays is balance, right? Yeah. Seven runs, eight passes, things like that. Like they have forced teams to, to play them a little bit more honest. And then once they get past that first drive, they go right back to, oh, we're just going to let Patrick Mahomes, you know, flip the ball around and, and then things stall and then you get a penalty. And then some weeks you get an interception or stuff like that. And, and it doesn't seem to work. I, I wouldn't mind if they had Patrick Mahomes under center and tried to run power because they were dominating the Packers up front early running averaging five yards of carry and then kind of went away from it. And I mean, Patrick Mahomes says he doesn't have an issue with confidence right now, but Unless there's something physically going on, he's in his head about something. 
Yeah, I mean, even think about there was one play where it was clearly an offsides. Patrick Mahomes knows he's got a free play. And instead of chucking the ball out there, I think it was to McColl again. He basically threw it right to the this to Adrian Amos. And, and you know, and and look, it doesn't end up hurting him because he knew that it was a free play. But I mean, they almost gave up the chance to get the field goal late in the first half when he threw a ball that should have been picked. And finally, when you look at that play, when you look at the McCole Hardman muff that he was able to recover, the Chiefs finally got a little bit of luck on their side when it came to the turnovers this week instead of past weeks where they've, you know, they've had these, uh, you know, kind of circus tip, tip balls that, you know, they've just had a lot of bad luck when it came to turnovers. So that pendulum swung a little bit and it helped them get the win here. But I mean, do you think it would help to get Patrick settled if you, if you were, you know, ran some power run stuff, established that a little bit better, forced them to bring their safeties up a little bit, opened up the play action. I mean, I'm not saying go full on Tennessee, but I mean, it seems like something big needs to change at this point. For me personally, I, I don't think the bye week can come soon enough for those guys. Like, I, I really think for, especially Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill, I, I think they need a, a week to get away from football, try to figure out a way to recharge. So whatever they got to do to get through these next two games with wins, go ahead and do it and just get away and recharge. Because, I mean, that I'm telling you, the, those guys are like, they look mentally exhausted to me. Like, so does it help to have the buy over Thanksgiving or do you worry that they're, they're going to, uh, you know, have family obligations that week that are going to just, you know, have a different type of stress for that week. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever gets them away from football for a little bit, I think is what I'm curious to see how they do, how they bounce back whenever they get a week away from football for a while. Cause they've, they've been in pure football mode, <clears throat> you know, since early September and that, that, that can be, that can be a grind. So I, I think for the Chiefs offensive coaching staff, trying to figure out a way to get Gore and Gordon more involved is I think that's that's gonna be key. And I they gotta find better balance. They gotta be they gotta find significantly better balance in this offense and figure out ways to keep keep defenses off their toes. Cause like the thing that they used to be able to have <clears throat> is that they just used to be able to kind of kind of keep teams off kilter for three quarters and like they just they after the first 15 the past two weeks they've struggled with that and then they kind of go to some of their old tried and trues with their shovel passes and their you know their pop pass jet sweeps and occasionally some screens and then trying to run some of their play action comebacks or some of their crossers and teams you know backers and giants took some of that stuff away so i mean they're they gotta figure out a way at times to reinvent themselves and that's that's going to be a big thing with the coaching staff's going to have to figure out during the bye week is how do they reinvent themselves on offense to be something new than what they are. And I, I think that's the bigger challenge um, for this football team. It was good to see game on the line. You know, Mahomes scramble around, make that play to Tyreek. You know, it wasn't covered initially when he's in the pocket. He uses his legs, that second reaction play, and they're able to put that game away since the Packers didn't have any, any more timeouts. Because I'll tell you, um, as great a day as Tommy Townsend had, uh, I'm not sure that you want to punt that ball back to the Packers in that situation and give them one crack at, at right. steal, stealing the win from you. Um, speaking of which, like special teams, man, like, you know, we talk about how it's important. We talk about how, um, you know, Marcus Kemp, whatever, like there's a reason he's on the team, um, you know, year after year and people may not always understand it, but 
Um, I thought special teams was also a big difference in the game as well as the defense played. Um, whether it was, you know, Tommy Townsend, he averaged 56.8 yards a kick, 54.3 net punting average. Five of the six were inside the, uh, you know, inside the 20, which was critical because, you know, we've talked this year about teams taking away the deep ball and making Patrick earn it down the field. Well, that field position forced Jordan love into some situations where he was going to have to be consistent, earn it, getting up and down the field. And, and, uh, you know, obviously couldn't do it. You had the blocked field goal by Alex Okafor. You had the muffed punt that, that ends up giving them a field goal. Kemp did a good job getting down, downfield the down another one at the two Butker hit that 55 yarder at the, at the end of the first half. I mean, just, Really solid day from special teams. Maybe the best we've seen Dave Tobes unit perform this year. Yeah, it was like the Dave Tobes uh, special teams of old. Like that's kind of what they used to be before they had penalties all the time, or McCall had questionable decisions on on returns. So no, I mean, look, it was good to see, and I enjoyed not seeing as many penalties on special teams. So it's not as many penalties overall. Yeah. So I mean, look, they you know take that win. They got it. They got that win in that regard. So that's there's. As Coach Reed always says, and my high school football coaches used to tell me, uh, I can always build on a, I can always build on a win. We can always find things to improve upon. But boy, when you lose, man, that's that's tough. It's tough to get some of that stuff done. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll see how it shakes out this week on Sunday Night Football in KSHB. Yeah, look, I mean, the Giants did the Chiefs a favor, um, you know, beating the Raiders and and. Uh, um, you mean Denver got a big win, but I mean, you know, the Buffalo bills have their own set of problems with, with offense. I mean, you know, they're struggling to find balance too. And you saw what happens when you, when you rough up Josh Allen a little bit, um, you know, um, all of a sudden they don't look great. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are talking about, well, Tennessee went on the road and beat the Rams, you know, I mean, you know, without Derrick Henry, that's a big win. They had less than 200 yards of total offense and, you know, you take away one terrible decision by Matt Stafford and one incredible play by, by Byard on the pick, pick six there. I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure there's a great team in the AFC this year. You know, I mean, as soon as someone gets anointed, um, they fall off the cliff. Whether it was the Bills, then turn around and losing to the Titans. Whether it was, you know, then the Bengals turning around and losing to the Jets and then getting blown out by Cleveland. I'm not sure there's a great team in the AFC this year. So I, I. Um, the, I mean, the chiefs are still in the thick of it and yeah, it is what it is. I, I just, I think that they still have a chance. If the chiefs can get their offense figured out and the defense can continue to keep improving, like they, they have a strong possibility to win the FC West again. They generally yeah. have that chance, but you, those, those are things I got to figure out in the next month. Right. I mean, you, yeah, you, you beat, you beat the Las Vegas Raiders next week and, and the chargers take one more loss and you're right back in first place in the division. So. Yeah. Um, I got two. I I got one. I got the keyword. It's people people actually care about our keywords. My keyword today is Todd with a pod. No, I didn't say bod. I said pod. <laughs> Todd with a pod. Like a Tide Pod. I mean, I, I a, podcast, Todd. Oh. a podcast. A podcast. Todd with a pod. <laughs> That's our keyword. Share it far and wide, and you can send it. A, you can share it a, at KSHB forty one. Maybe you know at Sam Hartle. I don't know. Maybe you can send it there too. Sure, Sam would love those in his mentions. Um, and then the other thing, I got a question for you. Where do you think Odell Beckham Jr. ends up? Um, 
Well, I mean, he said he wants to go to Seattle, right? So uh, did he I, say that? Yeah, I thought, or I thought if somebody leaked that I that. So I was thinking all along it would probably be like the Saints or something. Um, I don't think they got the money for it. Yeah, well, I mean, I I'm not sure he's going to get claimed. I mean, because you know, oh, we, I'm not even heard, talking about that. I'm saying even signing. I don't think the right. Saints have had, money for it. We heard lots of different things about how the money's going to shake out, but but it sounds like. Um, you know, it sounds like the Cleveland didn't do, you know, teams that might want to claim him as many favors as, as some of the initial reports said. Um, I think he wants to go to Seattle. I, I could see San Francisco. Um, you know, I, I don't think it'll be the Chiefs, though. So, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the Chiefs offense needs a spark. I wouldn't be against it if you look at his knee and see. Medically, how that looks, and the scouts feel comfortable with it. I'm, I'm not personally oh, against I, I, it at minimum. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'd, I'd be against it. I just don't, I just don't know that it, I but, see it happening. I mean, I, Deshaun Jackson's going to the Raiders. I think uh, Odell Beckham Jr. will go somewhere other than the Chiefs. So, I, if I'm taking Chiefs to the field, I, I would go field. Yeah, and then I, I, I think really good fits for him for Odell Beckham would be. 49ers would be a good fit. I do think I do think Saints would be a good fit. I don't think they have the money. Patriots would be really intriguing for him as well. So yeah, I mean, it'd be I'm, very I'm on brand for Bill Belichick too. He's gonna make his quarterback Mac look pretty good somehow. So that could be a way to do it. But no, I think there'll be options for Beckham. And I'll be curious to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, I mean it it'd be intriguing if they brought him in. I mean, so far, you know, Gordon hasn't been able to produce. Um Chiefs will get Clyde Edwards Hilaire back at some point, right? I mean, I'd assume. Um, I don't know how I don't know that that's I want a more gore. Maker. More gore. I don't know if that's a difference maker in the offense. More either. gore. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I think more gore. That could be the Raiders games. Too. The Raiders game's a big one. But I, I'll also say we came into this three game stretch thinking, you know, oh man, this is gonna be really tough. The Chiefs could easily be four and seven when you look at the Packers, the Raiders the Cowboys are, are you a little bit more encouraged after seeing, you know, I mean, obviously they caught a break with Rogers being out, but after seeing the struggles, Las Vegas and, and Dallas had today, are, are you getting a little bit more hopeful about how, how the chiefs can finish going into that by, I don't know, man, we'll see after the Cowboys, how I feel. I just take life week by week at this point with the chiefs. All right. Well, so we got to go through the, through Las Vegas first then. I mean, I'm not going to Las Vegas. I mean, I'll watch no. from afar. No, we, I mean, we got to get through Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd like to go to Las Vegas sometime. That'd be fun. I'll have to drive there. I don't know how long it takes to drive there, but, I'll, you know, check it out at some point. Uh, probably, probably 18, 20 hours. I'll do it for that. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll make, a, I'll make a week of it. During non-COVID, of course. I'm not doing it during COVID. Nope. <laughs> No, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I've made that drive when a buddy moved to Irvine, we, we drove through the Rockies. I, I will tell you, um, Eddie Bauer expedition, um, going downhill in the Rockies was not my favorite thing. Cause those cars are really top heavy, but you know, it is what it is. So All right, Todd, I feel like it's time to play a game called, um, time to time to wrap it up. Cause Nick's tired and wants to eat. And, um, you know, I got to go to bed too. Cause I got to cover a trial in the morning. So, well, Todd, I feel like this is a great time for us to part ways. All right. For the podcast, not in general. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So that was very Todd already had all my all my uh all the stuff that I left at his house in boxes outside my door already. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna take them back. <laughs> so it'll be all right though. It'll be all right. 
I mean, I'll just I'll just store it in my in my office here. Um, and for the rest of you, take care, kids.